five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Woo, it's I, lit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Are you? Unleashed, uh, you're unleashed. Dr. Dallas. Dr. Dallas? Dallas? <laughs> I'm going to say, yes. Dr. Dallas, you said I'm Dr. Dallas Unleashed. I'm like, are you unleashed? I'm unleashed. I'm Angelica Unleashed. Hear me roar. Yikes. Do that for me. Roar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever yeah. do that again. I'm never going to. <laughs> and of course, psychotic. Uh, Angelica is here today and she hey. is raring to go after a, a hard raring. <laughs> what is that? Raring, like a raring oh. to go. Oh, okay. Actually, not as much as one would think because you've had a busy weekend. I did have a busy weekend. And, uh, you know, out there, you know, being. Out there, single, not single. I don't know what it is exactly. <laughs> Just but living a good hot time. mess yeah. life I live. And uh, you come into work, and uh, I think you're like a V8. But you're working on like just seven cylinders instead of eight cylinders okay. this morning. But yeah, then this morning you, you got I was a little it. rough. You, you woke up and, and everything came together and then you were back on your the A train. Yeah, I'm back on the A train. So welcome back, Angelica. Welcome back, Angelica. You look it's good. You. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you, know. you know, today I want to talk just if if you guys out there, this is for my patients, patients out there who have had BBLs. I want to talk about when you get your BBL, how do you take care of your BBL? which is a fat transfer right. to your bottom. So you've booty. obviously had liposuction and BBL, but how do you take care of your BBL to maximize the best fat retention so it doesn't get reabsorbed, or at least the majority of it? You want the majority to stick. Right. And um, how do you position yourself? How long? Compression garments? Everything you wanted to know. And obviously I'm going to be you know, giving my thoughts and theories about it. There are many different thoughts and theories, but I think in general... This will cover probably the most common themes of how to protect right. your BBL so you get the best results. All right, deal. Let's do Does it. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds like a plan okay. over here. Angelica, so what do we do first? So you got to come in for a consultation. <laughs> yes. So, of course, <laughs> you're going to come in and see your, a good consult or right. a good fit for a BBL. Right. And typically, and we'll just get into this briefly, it's someone who's got enough fatty tissue, you can liposuction. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say the majority of our BBLs are not something like Nicki Minaj or Kim Kardashian. Yeah, no, no, and and no, no, I find no. most people don't want those bottoms right. no. because I think nowadays we find that those look so fake and so yeah. not realistic. They've become the standard of what not to look like, Agreed which is interesting, that. right? Because yeah. for a little bit, everybody wanted to look like that. It's like yeah. an, it was a nice hourglass figure. And then you had those ultra wide hips and a bottom yeah. that just didn't look right. And some right. of these celebrities, for example, like you said, Nicki Minaj and Kim, yeah. they both look like it's like, a diaper like yeah. it's like bottoming out almost it's starting way. to get that it's that uh, dumpy diaper yeah. look it's especially really when the legs don't match the butt anymore yeah um and it just becomes unreal and i have a feeling it's going to look worse and right. worse and worse and maybe down the road we're going to be looking at those really big bottoms how do we correct those but what we want to talk about today is let's say you've had a bbl yeah. it went great uh, the fat was placed where you needed it to go. So the day of surgery, what do we typically do? We typically will put people in compression garments. Yes. It's like, it's called a BBL garment. It mm -hmm. looks like um, a, a garment. Track yeah, tracksuit. Yeah, it's That's like probably shorts. the perfect way 
tracksuit like and bike, bike outfit. Bike, bike yeah. outfit, and it's got circles cut out on the booty. Yeah. So the, the booty can sort of pop out a little bit. Right. Because it's going to swell and it's going to pop out through those little holes. The one caveat to that is me, Dr. Dallas, I will do tummy tucks sometimes in addition to BBLs. Right. And I will typically hold off on the compression garments just for a few days because I don't want something real tight over my tummy tuck. Right. So if you had a tummy tuck and a BBL, then typically I won't put any compression garments for about three or four days because I don't want that pressure to hurt with the healing of the tummy tuck, not the, the BBL. But all things being equal, or we don't do it, we will put the track track suit compression garment the day of surgery, and you'll go home with that. Um, right. What do you do from there? Because now you got this real tight compression garment. So yeah. typically the next day, I let people take the garment off and shower yeah. because I want them to get out of the garment. Sometimes there's oozing from some of the liposuction uh, yeah. sites because we put four by fours there mm-hmm. and I want them to get those areas clean. Right. But afterwards, as soon as they're done with a the shower, they can get back into the garment. Sometimes you'll need help because some of these garments can be a little bit tight fitting and you might not be able because typically the um, what do you call it? The little connectors snaps Skin ports. No, no, no. For oh. the compression garment. They're like little snaps. Oh, yeah. Little clips. Or something. Almost like a bra does. What are those called? Oh, the hooks? Yeah. Yeah. So hook. they're hooked usually to the left side or right side. And you might need some help, um, you know, family member putting those back on. Right. I will tell people that if it's very uncomfortable to have that against their skin, to wear a t-shirt underneath it. So you don't get those real indentations into that area. You have some right. sort of buffer. Some people will use uh, foam, compression foam. You've okay. heard of that? Uh, no. It's called toppy foam. It's real squishy. And sometimes people will place that in areas where they really want to contour, like the lower back or the oh, flanks, yeah, you know, yes. just create that, that much more compression. You know, my thoughts on that is I think those can be helpful, but oftentimes they're really hard to keep in place. Yeah. If you're in and out of your garment in showers daily, it's hard to get those back into place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get a little bit dirty. And so I used to use them. Now I don't use them as much or really anymore. I just allow the compression garments to kind of do their thing. Yeah. So if there's another surgeon telling you top you foam is what they use, that's okay. That's certainly okay. I just find it's easier for my patients not to worry about it just to get in and out of the compression garment. Yeah. So that's compression garments. Compression all right. That's what you're going to be wearing for on average about uh, a month to two months. The compression garment that we give you, the the really tight one, is going to be probably for the first three to four weeks a month. Yeah. But remember, your swelling's going to get better, and you may loosen up and have to go to a different garment where you actually have to get a tighter garment or a smaller one because your swelling has gone down. Or after that first month, if the swelling looks really good, I'll be able to go into Spanx. Yeah. Do you have Spanx? Yeah, I do. Well, uh, you depends. don't really need Spanx. I just have the leggings yeah. that look really cute because uh, they look really cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, you <laughs> but know, like Spanx the... are like those uh, form-fitting Yeah, no, no, I don't have things. those. Mine um, are just like they're like fashion yeah. apparel, nothing crazy. No, no, I don't have those, but yeah, I know what you mean. So you can get those like at um, Target. Yeah. You can get those at um, Walmart. I don't want anybody spending a lot of money on these things because you can go on the internet and find these stage two compression garments. They're certainly okay to use if you want to spend money. Right. But they're not exactly necessary. And I don't feel someone needs to spend a lot of money. Spanks that are cheap at Walmart are just as good. Yeah. And uh, will help you with the swelling in your, your second and third month. Yeah. So... Uh, that's what I typically will do for compression garments. Now, how do you position yourself? Because everybody asks me, well, how do I sit? How do I protect the fat? Yeah. 
So the idea with fat into the bottom is that these are little fat particles that I put in the bottom. They have to be sprinkled out. Think of it as like fertilizing, um, planting seeds into fertile ground. You don't put a bunch of seeds into one spot. Right. You, you need to sprinkle. spread it out. And that's what we are doing with a fat. And so um, in order for that fat to sprout, you know, new little uh, blood vessels. So it takes and it stays in those areas. You need to minimize pressure. Yeah. Pressure can sometimes interfere with those very early um, blood vessels that create the fat to stick into that area. And so that's why we tell people after BBL, you want to, um, you know, sleep on your tummy. Yes. Sleep on your side, but mostly it's sleeping on your tummy, probably for the first month to two months. Now, if you had a tummy tuck, because remember, uh, I do tummy tucks, sometimes breast, it's the same time as BBLs. Yep. We are going to have people sleep on their sides. Um, because the sides tend to not have as much pressure on the bottom and you're not going to hurt. Even if we put fat on the sides of your buttock is there's not a lot of pressure if you're kind of equally distributing, you know, your body to its side. Cause a lot of the weights on your shoulder or on your legs. Uh, so if you had a tummy tuck or a breast and a BBL procedure, then I'm going to have you lay on your side called the fetal position. Yeah. And you'll do that for a couple of months. If it's just a BBL, and that's probably the other half of my procedures, strict BBLs with liposuction, you will be laying flat on your tummy for about two months because we want to minimize pressure because yep. pressure hurts the early blood vessels. I mean, that's the whole reason why mm -hmm. we want to protect the fat is so we don't disrupt those early blood vessels. So after the first two to three months, then I start allowing people to sleep a little bit more normally. Okay. It used to be people used to not allow people to sleep for like four or five months. But we know now after two months of very carefully uh, putting minimal pressure on the areas, you can really have a good BBL result. Yeah. So that's how you would sleep. How do you sit? We use BBL pillows yes. and BBL pil pillows basically allow you to sit more on your legs. Uh, and there's a space in the BBL pillow that allows your butt to kind of hang. So there's no pressure. You get most of your pressure sitting on the back of your legs as opposed to your directly on your bottom. Um, so that's what a BBL pillow is for, especially if you're, let's say you're, you know, you do a lot of work at an office setting. You sit at a desk where most of us might do a lot of work. Um, that's what you're going to want to do for long periods of time. Sit on the pillow, but also you want to get up, you know, probably every 30 to 45 minutes. So even that you can release some of the pressure on the back yeah. of your legs. How about pooping, right? Everybody's got to sit on the pot. Right. Exactly. So it's okay to sit on your bottom for, you know, a couple minutes to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Booty time. Um, the bathroom for number two. Right. So, or number one and two uh, for women, but you're not going to hurt anything for that small amount of time. You don't need to sit on a booty pillow on the bathroom, uh, on the toilet. You just sit there, do your business and get back up. So that's really kind of the, the mainstay of how to protect yeah. BBL and the whole theory behind it. Right. Did you know what, the fat has to do, before we talked about this, what the fat has to do inside the bottom for it to stay, about no. the blood vessels and all that stuff. I did not know that. Okay. This is new news to me. News to you. Learn something every day. Well, as plastic surgeons, you know, we do a lot of grafting. And probably the most common thing a plastic surgeon does is a skin graft, right? Skin right. graft when we come to burns. And we know that when we do a skin graft to, let's say, a burn, that skin graft will know it's taken within the first week. So really... Right. The thought process, you know, if you really extrapolate what we do with skin grafts and then a fat graft is very similar, but it's just inside the body, um, those same things have to be happening. So I think there's some real 
important things that happened in that first week. So honestly, I would probably extrapolate and say that first two to three weeks is probably the most critical time. And then afterwards, you know, we do things just to promote, you know, the best sort of shaping. But I think if you're really good the first couple of weeks, that's where you're going to get your best bang for your buck. Yep. Yeah. So nice. um, that's how you take care of your BBL so after want... you've had a BBL. Right. Big old booty. Big old Come booty. see Dr. Dallas. Yes. And then here's all your yeah. post-care um, instructions, yeah. basically. Sumi will walk you through them, too. Yes. Our patient coordinator will go through all those, um, right. you know, my job as a consultation is to make sure you're even a good candidate for it, right? Because right? we have lots of people who come in who are super tiny. And they need implants. And there's no fat. And I say, right. you know what? I don't want to take your money and say, oh, yeah, I can do a BBL because that would be not fair. There's nothing. Right. Why are you laughing? Because I just, I had my water in my right hand and I tried to drink out of the microphone instead of my oh. water, but you did not see that. <laughs> I I was like... Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, you just, you took a oh. mouthful of, uh, of the, uh, the speaker or oh, the yeah, microphone did. and the water. Good thing. It's only me who uses this one. Yeah. Well, if you, if you check us out, uh, maybe, uh, Allie will no, put that in our teaser, a big old, <laughs> <laughs> I like literally like started moving out on this, realizing that water was not coming out of here. Um, so it is. Almost Super Bowl weekend. It we is. Are, it is the Monday, which is six days from Super Bowl 2021. Mahomes and the... Brady, the goat. Yes. Baby goat versus big goat. Yeah, the goats. Uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be challenging Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers of Tampa right. Bay, uh, led by Tom Brady. This will be his 10th appearance in a Super Bowl. Pretty amazing, right? I think he just... He, he is so talented, Tom Brady is. Yeah. That it would not shock me that he's going to bring it home again and yeah. this time with a new team. He's not with the Patriots anymore. I think that he can literally turn a whole franchise into a winning team for sure. I mean, look at he literally took Tampa Bay yeah. and is about to change everything. Yeah. Oh, well, possibly. We don't know. Because Patrick Mahomes is a goat, too. He's They're both extremely talented quarterbacks. Right. So. Do you we'll think um, Belichick, his old coach at, in New England for the Patriots, so. He, I think Tom Brady definitely won in this divorce yes. between them two. Absolutely. What do you think, Belichick? Do you think he's crying, thinking, oh, my gosh? Or he's just like, you know what? It's easier for a quarterback to go somewhere, get them going, to rebuild the team takes a little bit longer. What do you, what do you think's going through his head? Um, I think that he might be kicking himself in the foot a little bit. Yeah. You know? um, but I also think that everybody needs change. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, he lost a huge piece of his team that clearly can fit in almost any piece of the puzzle. Right. Um, and he has to rebuild a team just like everybody has to start over eventually. Right. Um, once a key ingredient leaves, you bring in young, new talent and you start to rebuild somebody who can possibly have the exact. No, never. I don't know if they'll have the exact yeah. same talent as Tom Brady, but somebody who can come in there and start to make changes. Well, Cam Newton came in there. Right. Everybody he thought Cam. maybe he could have tried to take Cam Newton, you know, far, but right. you know, something was wrong with Cam. I don't know if it was injuries or whatnot, but um, yeah. I agree, you know, for Tom Brady, just the change of environment, you mm -hmm. know, um, was healthy, you yeah. know, probably got reinvigorated in a new place, yes. Tampa Bay. And um, yeah, I think the change was, was good for him. I have new too. people around him, new weather and uh, a different coach because now you think about, when he first started, he was just a kid right. and he needed coaching. Now he's a coach himself. Like he can coach 
yeah. the other people around him. He's a he's like a player coach now. He knows how to read the field for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he knows where the ball needs to go. He knows where to throw. He needs he knows exactly what he's looking at. You know, he's got that that eye for it. Obviously, football yeah. is he lives, eats, yeah. breathes, sleeps football. And then you got Mahomes, Who this young kiddo young-o. from you young-o? know what college he played for. Uh, what? Um, from Texas. Tech. Tech. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah. He was Texas Tech quarterback. For a and, second, uh, I A&M for one hot second, but I knew it wasn't that. And um, I know you're a Chicago fan. Chicago must be beating their heads up because, you know, they passed yes. on Mahomes. And we took Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah. Is, that's embarrassing. They you also know, passed on somebody else. I forgot who it was. They passed on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Which was another tough, tough call. Oh, my gosh. Because Lamar Jackson like, is talented, too. Yeah. Very extremely yeah. talented. I mean... At least they're both clearly better and are starters in the league compared right. to Trubisky. So yeah. how embarrassing is a front office? I think if you want to, I think they were looking for someone who was like the prototypical look and physique and size. And they saw him as being like, you know, that sort of prototypical quarterback. But they didn't see what I thought were all the intangibles in someone like Mahomes or Lamar who are both running quarterbacks, could do a lot of different things outside the pocket. Um, yeah, I think they clearly missed on that. I think going with Mitch Trubisky has been um, tough because he's very mental and inconsistent. Yeah. But, I mean, this last couple games he did pretty well. Um, I just think that Bears overall need to start over. Yeah. The only thing we got going for us they is defense, gotten... but then we got rid of our defense. Like I think he, the defensive coordinator just retired or yeah. quit. Or, and so... We're back at square one. Oh, Those poor Bear fans. Yeah, they could you have know. had Mahomes. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that they do something this uh, this off season. season they could have had Matt Stafford, but they already traded Matt Stafford uh, uh, I don't for think, golf. I feel like Matt Stafford is not somebody that would suit for the Bear. I mean, look at the the Lions. I, I, I don't just, think the Lions were that just, good around right. him. But I, don't I think, think he'll Matt be better Stafford, off in Los Angeles. I yeah. just think. The Bears need a young quarterback. Like Mahomes. We would, I would love to take Trevor Jackson. Lawrence, you know, if we could, <laughs> but obviously that's not going to happen. And yeah. they've had opportunities, and they're actually, I think, looking at Deshaun Watson right now because Deshaun is not going to be with the Texans anymore. Ooh, so interesting. I at least that's well, that's the talk of the town right now, and so the Bears are true looking at that. I mean, yeah. that was another opportunity they, they could they passed up as well. I mean, yeah. There are some big time quarterbacks that the Bears need to. Yes. Yeah, we need some help. Well, as far as the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, one is I want to hear your prediction, and two is what are you doing for the Super Bowl? Um. Well, I'm. Who's gonna win? I think I. I'm gonna. I'm calling it. I think the Bucks are gonna take it again. Really? I okay. think the chemistry between Tom Brady, Gronk, and the rest of the team they have. I think they're just hungry for another one. Yeah. I think that. Um, you know, it, why not bring home another ring? Why not be yeah. the goat? Why not do it in with the Patriots and now come back and, and do it with another team and just yeah. like, you know, he could do it. So then, but I also, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one because Pat Mahomes. So, uh, bucks by I don't know, three, yeah. 10, uh, maybe I can, we could go with 10. Honestly, I can. 10. Okay. You heard we'll it see, here first guys on I, the Dr. Dallas <laughs> right. unleashed podcast. Angelica's predicting the bucks. By At 10. least by 10. Yeah. So we'll to see. cover the spread. I think it's actually, it might even be closer than that because I think okay. they're both going to be hungry going into this game. And I think that it's going to be, uh, 
They're both familiar. Game. It's not like yes. Mahomes is a stranger to no, the he's Super Bowl. Not. So he even was, though he's young, he was just there. He's a smart, smart player as well. And, I think um, they're both just talented. They're both, um, you know, um, they know what the spotlight right. is like. So it's not like, you know, Mahomes is going to be, oh my gosh, all this pressure. He's no, been there. Exactly. And now um, it's time to, to do it again. I'm going to go for the to for the Kansas City Chiefs. You are? Gonna go. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think Mahomes is going to take it. I think they'll win by five. We'll say the spread is five. Okay. I don't know what Vegas is doing. Um, and for those of you who listen and like to bet, you probably shouldn't take our advice because this is yeah, just, no, no, no. We're just off uh, the top of our heads. We're you just know, straight from our surgery butt. people. Yeah. But uh, okay. So that's who our predictions are. Angelica, what are you doing? Are you partying your ass off somewhere? Are you, are you at home? Do you have a date, someone special that you just want to watch with it in a quiet setting? What are you doing? Well, typically at the Sharon household back in Chicago, yes. uh, they throw a huge party every year. But obviously due to COVID, I don't think we're going to throw right. it. But my dad makes this bomb. Like when I talk about the bombest chili ever, it's oh. so good. He makes one regular and one hot chili. And he won like a co- chili cook-off back in Chicago. Oh, that's so cool. Years ago. Yeah. I mean, he like literally wears the shirt still. <laughs> he sends us the same text every year like... Um, you know, Cerrones are doing a big Super Bowl party, but thank goodness that the Packers aren't in it because, right. you know, we're a big Bears fan home. So um, Bears will clearly not be in it anytime soon. But they'll but still celebrate uh, <laughs> Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super Bowl Sunday is huge. We bring down TV. We get TVs for like every room awesome. in the house. Um, I haven't unfortunately been able to celebrate because I've always been like here or back at yeah. school or something's been happening. But I think this year... I might try and make like a, a vegan chili or something and just celebrate it by myself. Oh, no, not by You're myself. You're not going to go by yourself. <laughs> no. What about a bar or something? We'll probably go to a, go bar, to a bar, to be honest. Yeah. But maybe um, last year I went to one of my friend's houses to watch yeah. it. I think this year we might do something similar. I, I haven't really talked to anybody about plans. And um, What's your, do you like the Super Bowl commercials? Is that oh, a big thing I for love, you? my, I like, I love sports overall. So yeah. I like all sports. I love, I, I love football but when it comes to super bowl commercials i think those have to top any commercials that are out there i look i think most people actually look forward for the commercials because they get better every single year i like to think i heard this year that they weren't um who was it Uh, i think budweiser um another big one maybe uh pepsi uh these big sort of sponsors are actually not doing commercials this year and using that money and sending it to I don't know, some sort of, you know, um, charity work, something to do with the COVID. So I don't think you're going to see those commercials like Pepsi and and Mm -hmm. Budweiser. Um, But, you know, the other ones like Mountain Dew, I think, is going to be out there. Sprite's not going to do it, but I think Mountain Dew is also a product. I don't don't know. But Mountain Dew, I heard, is making a big push because you know who their new sponsor is or their new face man for that uh, for Mountain Dew? No. LeBron James. LeBron That's James. That's what it was. LeBron James. His contract for Sprite expired. Actually, I feel like I did see that. And so now he went over to, because Sprite is what? A Coca-Cola product? Uh, you're talking to the wrong I don't know. But Mountain Dew is a different yeah. you know, brand. Uh, and it falls under a different, I don't know if it's Pepsi-Cola. But anyways, he now has a contract with them and he's going to be promoting them. So it'll be interesting. Right. I think they're going to be big, uh, give a big push for Mountain Dew which has a ton of caffeine. And I think, I don't know if they do, but they should really have a sugar-free Mountain Dew because Mountain Dew has the highest levels yeah. of um, sugar. sugar. Uh, at least the old ones did. I, so. you know, 
They need to redo a lot of different types of drinks <laughs> out there. And the one drink that they did, uh, maybe not. I was going to say the one drink that they did redo that they needed to redo. Uh-huh. This is nothing to do with like Pepsi yeah. product. Four Locos. You remember those old school Four Locos? No. No. Oh. What is Four Locos? Oh, it's an alcoholic beverage that people used to drink uh, when they were younger. And they're like little, Zima? You don't uh, even know Zima. No, we did talk about Zima, Zima before. What was Zima like? What does it taste Zima like? Zima was like a... Zima probably was... Is it like a wine cooler? Kind of. It was like a clear wine cooler. It was clear. It came in a bottle that looked like a... Like a 40? Clear uh, Coors Light bottle. Okay. And it had Zima. I don't know. It was pretty good. I, it was just one of the things. Just like Truly is real popular. Yeah. Those right things will all go away. What's we'll old is over. new. What's new is old. And maybe yeah. Zima will come back and Truly's will then cycle back in 15, 20 years. Uh, Allie, you remember those four locos back in the day? Oh, yeah. She even knows that they were like hell in a can, let me tell you. <laughs> old school four locos. You needed just half of one of those and you were donezo out for the count. Oh, I'm really? telling you. Yeah, those things were. There was one. You remember Ice Castle? No. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Beaker. <laughs> ice Castle. Yeah. Ice Castle, Castle Ice, whatever. Those, any of those IPAs with high alcoholic content. You ever had those? No, oh, I never had an geez. Ice Castle. I've had a White Castle. No, White, you mean the, the burger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding, though. Those are not good for you, so. Yes, they are not. I don't eat those anymore anyways. I don't eat meat. Thinking of White Castle, there's a Jack in the Box that just opened up near our house. <laughs> but I don't eat well, look meat, at that. so. So you got to get some French fries. What else? They probably have like onion rings. Are you an onion ring no, eater? No, Me either. I don't like I don't them. Like I think they're so rings. gross. I feel like I could see you like munching on a ring. Yeah, maybe like one. You know, like, oh, like if I no. had a bunch of fries and then Dr. Wynn had onion rings, I'd be like, yeah, can I have one? But and she'd probably it, say absolutely one. not. Like I would pr- prefer tater tots over onion rings. Yes, Yes, I love tater tots, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm not saying the replacement. Right. I'm just saying, yeah, I could have one. But if I had to choose, I would, you know, on an island in what I want, tater tots, french fries, curly Q fries, or mm. onion rings. Curly cues. I would probably, onion rings would be at the bottom. Yeah, oh, absolutely. At the very, 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 very bottom. And then you probably have like some waffle fries from Ooh. Chick-fil-A up there. Those are pretty good. Now, do you like soggy or crispy fries? Crispy. 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 But they have to be warm. Yeah, right? of course. They can't be like yeah. cold or Soggy, like, cold is disgusting. Yeah, those are like, they don't even taste like a French but fry. But warm, soft. Oh, a warm, crispy, crispy. Is, is good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're getting you know, off on a tangent. We are. Here. We were talking about French fries so, and we were talking about football. We went from BBLs to Tom Brady to right. who's going to Super Bowl. To the bears sucking. Soggy fries. Be a Bears fan, though. Go Bears. So, <laughs> the Bears. The uh, I am bears. a Bears fan. I'm a Cowboys right. fan. If right. the Cowboys and Bears are playing, I do go for the Cowboys. I Otherwise, bears. I root for both those teams. Smart, um, smart cookie. If you enjoyed this, I hope you guys learned a lot about BBLs and how to protect it. Yes. Why we do that for BBLs. It's not just because we're mean. But we want you to have the best results. And if you're seeing little differences when you watch a YouTube video on that plastic surgeon and why he does this and this and that, they're just variations of the same theme. And there's not one person that's going to make that, you know, one particular garment that's going to make your BBL better. One plastic surgeon who has the best technique. No, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it all has to do with just performing a sound surgery with uh, being protective with your bottom right. and you're going to be fine. Yep. Now, if you see someone who's just like, yeah, you can sit any way you want right after surgery. Don't worry about compression garments. Well, think twice because that's sort of outside the norm. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to uh, bet for the um, 
you know, Super Bowl that's coming up. Do not listen to Angelica Don't listen and I, to us. Yeah, because no. we are just making it up. We're just yeah, we kind of going off of what we feel. And uh, if you like curly Q fries, I suggest Arby's. And if you like <laughs> waffle fries, go for Chick-fil-A. And if you like Taylor end, Tots. End scene. Wait, wait, where, where do you go uh, for oh, yeah, Taylor Tots? Where do you go for Tots? Uh, where do I go for Tots? Yeah. Um, Sonic has good Tots. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not a fast food person, but I'm yeah. not, not going to get some. But Where do you get your Tots? Uh, the Don't grocery tell me the store. store. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the cauliflower ones or whatever. Oh, yeah. You can get from like Sprouts or like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. I don't know. Any of those. But you got to cook those right. They can't be in the microwave. Right, no. You have to do like a toaster oven. oven. You know, I make my sprouts from a friggin' potato. I mean, <laughs> my tots from a potato. I put it in the microwave and I just pretend it tastes like a tater tot and it doesn't. It's plain. <laughs> All right. right. On that note, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, This was an interesting episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Um, Angelica, thank you for joining us today. You look so much better than you did this morning. Yeah. You're more awake. Get your eight hours of sleep. And until next time, come join us for another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Until next time. Until, oh, wait. Uh, Hang on. What are you doing? I was going to take a snap and say until next time. But. End scene. And see. See you guys next time. See you later, Peace. Alligators. We out. <laughs>